0: This is Sports and Torts with David Spada and Elliot Harris on TalkZone.com.
1: Here is part two of an interview with Don Maynard that David Spada and I conducted.
0: What was your thoughts when Namath made the prediction with that Super Bowl that you guys were going to win it? Did you kind of think to yourself, what is he doing?
2: Well, we didn't even think nothing about it. matter of fact, all week long, Pete Lemon's uh made the comment said, Hey, uh <laughs> with our defense number one in the league and an offense that ain't nobody gonna stop yet we uh we wasn't worried about the Colts at all. We just knew one thing. You don't make any mistakes. And as a result, uh, that's the way it went and the game went a certain way and then in the fourth quarter Name of I think he was sixteen nothing, and they never even threw one pass in the fourth quarter. We just ran the ball down the throat. We had two of the great greatest runners in the league, Matt Stale and Boozer, and uh, they 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 did okay. Matter of fact, I'm I don't have some stats and stuff in front of me, but I think Matt I forget how many yards he gained but it's up he's over hundred and and um you know they uh they never did slow him down.
1: Was there one particular defensive back that, that gave you trouble during your career?
2: Uh a couple of guys uh I uh I say uh they They were two or three guys that that uh, did pretty good uh our team think the guys from buffalo the tall defensive back and from texas a and i i believe and then and then
1: uh
2: uh you got Harris and uh, the other guy waters at uh, the cowboys and uh and then Tony Banfield from the Houston Oilers, we played all time. He, he, uh, he gave me a lot of hard times. And there's, there's always, there's always something you miss. I hadn't thought of a lot of things right now in a long time, but, but, uh, there were, there were several players on other teams that were pretty good. Uh, I forget the guy, the guy, I'm seeing him right now, but I can't quite think of his name. Oh, Larry Wilson and, and then the other guy at, uh, St. Louis. That's a they? Yeah, were
0: there weren't many guys faster than you, though, at that time in the NFL. Faster than me? No, there wasn't many. <laughs> I don't know of anybody was faster than me. A lot of
2: them say they're certain speed, and they 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 um, they they run times on a nice nice turf and all, but. Uh, uh, I can still run my, I can still side my 4-3 with full, full gear football on the grass field. And usually when we had our timing, we get it after a hard day's workout. So, like I say, I, I never got caught from behind, so, uh,
1: that's, that's all that really matters. How did you come to wear uniform, uh, jersey number 13? Some people, you know, think that's unlucky. Obviously, well,
2: well, I, um, I chose, I chose it, and that I even had it written in my contract with the Giants, and uh, because I'd worn it in college, and uh, 13 was a great part of my life. My, my dad was born on the thirteenth. My sister was born on the thirteenth. And I married a lady that was born on the thirteenth and um I had thirteen in college and I went to thirteen schools growing up, five high schools, and uh the uh Super Bowl victory was the thirteenth of the year and uh I I just had all kind of other 13s. I don't have a little in front of me to rattle off a whole bunch of deals and went to the blue gray game and uh, they never had a 13 in the history of the league of the game and I said well I I gotta have a 13 if if I'm gonna play in your game so they they went out and got me a jersey with a 13 on it
0: (laughs) you didn't have 13 kids though
2: did you (laughs) not quite I probably had,
0: when I was teaching school, I, I probably had 13 in the class. Your wife <laughs> Your wife might have shot you if she, if she made her have 13 kids. Yeah. <laughs> now I had a daughter and a
2: son and one of each, and that was enough, and, and it worked out real good.
1: When you uh, get voted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame and you, you go to Canton,
2: what was that like uh, I just you know you you met uh you met some great guys, and then the guys that I went in the league with well they all they all they all were uh deserving and matter of fact, I remember when we got there they a there was a big sign up there that said thirteen x exit number thirteen and uh i was uh the sixth. As I made it in my speech, I was the sixth of the sixth, Magnificent Seven that's going in the Hall of Fame, and when I saw that number 13 up there on that exit deal, I said, well, I guess I'm supposed to be here, so that worked out pretty good.
0: You had an NFL player who's in the Hall of Fame worship you when he was growing up. He said he wanted to be just like you with Steve Largent.
2: Well, I, uh, I I thank him. That's uh, he, he turned out to be a great great ball player, and uh, you know you you always appreciate anybody's maybe comment when they when they uh, when they maybe looked up to us, and uh, and it's a shame. There's a sure a lot of guys you can't look up to in today's game, but. But uh the old, the old older guys and even before me they were always seemed like a class guy and and they might have only been one or two guys in, in the league for who knows, humpteen years that was ever uh, uh ever had any negative situations such as being arrested or uh you know I think one one guy some guy bet on a game, he didn't bet to lose, he bet to win, but he got suspended for a year, so that that created a little problem. but later, I think it was resolved or he laid out a year and he came back and played and and still remained the star.
1: After you guys won the Super Bowl, did you say to yourself, okay, we're going to be like the Packers and have our own dynasty and we're going to win two or three more? Well, I never, I never thought past,
2: past the game that I'm playing. A lot of times I would look on the schedule and the only thing I ever looked up on the schedule in the future was uh, when we might be going to Dallas to play down close to the state where I was raised and um, it uh, the future part of it didn't even matter matter of fact playing the AFL championship uh, we played Oakland in New York and and uh, after the first half when we came in at the halftime I just I just made a statement I said man if y'all want to go to the Super Bowl you gotta win this game Super Bowls in the, in the future and it may not be there, but you gotta go out there and we gotta play the second half like, like it was the only game we was playing. So we did and we, we uh, come back and we beat, we beat Oakland for it and, uh, then we all got to go to the Super Bowl and, and, uh, kinda, kinda like the statement I made near to go about going to Super Bowl. Um, Was well, the pressure and all that. And I said, they ain't no pressure. I said, you know, if you want to just go out there and get know the ball game, we're going to get paid the loser share just for showing up. If we go out there and play real good, but well, we get the winner share. And uh, somebody said they give you a dime. And then one guy said, well, you get a check. I said, I don't want a check. I want, I want all my money in dimes. I want to feel it. <laughs> so it worked out pretty good.
0: You had to put a lot of uh, dimes in the pickup truck to equal that winner's share. Yeah, yeah, they made, they made some strong bags,
2: <laughs> the corn bags to carry it.
0: What was your favorite moment in your history of playing in the league?
2: Uh, well, the the uh, the big uh, the uh, the big pass at kind of made a lot of difference to me was uh i in the playoff game against oakland i uh we got to playing and going a couple of quarters and then down the third quarter uh i told i said Joseph, if i got a long one when you need it and uh it's kind of late in the quarter they got ahead and uh I, I ran a long go pattern, and Joe had told everybody in the huddle, all right, let's be real careful, we're going to go for it. And I need a little extra time, or I just need for you to block them. And the wind was blowing about 50 miles an hour, and I went down the right side, straight down the right side on a go go pattern or post pattern, and um, the ball was towed at the post, and I was behind the guy about three or four yards. And then the wind caught the ball and if you're looking at a clock, I was going to catch it about 10 o'clock up there as you look at the clock as you run down the field. Well, the wind caught the ball and it kind of moved the ball over to the 11 and then 12 and then, and then one o'clock or two o'clock right there. And I caught it for 59 yards that went out of bounds on the six yard line. But uh, I followed the ball with my eyes, and then at the last moment I stuck my hands out there and I caught it over about one or two o'clock. And my momentum and direction uh, carried me out on the six-yard line where I could have scored. And then, uh, and then Joe called a, a couple of plays, and then uh, he he called um, uh, pass play to the. To, uh, me on the right side. But then as the formation changed, the defense changed. Why? um Joe, instead of me being number one, now I'm number four in order of catches. And he went to the left to Sauer and then Lamons and then Mathis and then he turned back and you could see him uh, brace himself real strong and he threw the ball to me. And I'd done my delayed route to come open as a fourth receiver, and then he threw the ball, and I caught it just about waist high, and, boy, I just really huddled it in and uh, wound up and caught it for a touchdown, and that that put us back ahead of the Raiders and went on, and defense held them good down yonder later, intercepted the ball, I believe, and... We, we beat them for the AFL championship to get to go to
1: the Super Bowl.
0: You're right about 13 being your lucky number. You played 13 years with the Jets and Titans. Right. Was that on purpose or that was just, just coincidence?
2: Well, it worked out that way. Time situation and, like say, just like some of them other numbers, you know, if you, uh, uh I, I i did a deal i wrote a book uh you can't catch sunshine but i i got a a lot of uh information in regards to uh uh going going in in into the game and uh and, uh, it, it just, uh, it worked out great, uh, more and more situations like, uh, uh, M is the 13th letter of the alphabet. And as my mother and dad always called me, Donald Maynard has 13 letters in my first and last name. So, <laughs> there, there's, there's, a few more probably, I just, not where well, I got stuff to be able to look some some of it up every once in a while I forget some of it. Did
1: you do any more singing? Because back in the day you were part of a, a singing group with Mike uh, Turner, Jim Turner, Matt Snell. A very successful commercial. You end up on the Johnny Carson show. Well, what was all that like? <laughs> oh, that that was a you know
2: a great great time. Matter of fact, we uh Mike Turner um, earlier. Uh, uh, later on he recorded a song, Is Anybody Going to San Antonio, or Phoenix, Arizona, and it was climbing the charts like mad, and then, and then our, our buddy Charlie Pride recorded it, and he took it to number one, and I think it was number one, something like maybe about 20 weeks on the, on the deal, but Blake uh, Bake was a great entertainer. And he he um, he played the guitar and all, and being able to do that, and with that score commercial, that also became the number one commercial in 1969. While it um, you know getting on Johnny Carson show and a couple other. Uh, special event things that we went to uh, it, it it worked out real good and uh the other great thing is we, we got paid for it <laughs>
0: so when you get together at the Hall of Fame with all the players do you and Lem Barney sing or decide to have a contest who's the better singer good Lem Barney because he's a singer too Lil Marnie? Yeah, he was a singer. He did, uh, the song with Marvin Gaye. What's going on?
2: Well, I, I, uh, you're, you're, you're mentioning things that I, uh, I wasn't aware of and, 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 uh, I, and, and I'm truth that. I, I never knew he sang, I never heard him sing, but that's, that's here or there.
1: How did you know when it was time to hang hang it up and call it a career? Say say that again. How did you know when it was time to call it a career and and you know no longer be playing football? Well, I, I didn't call it a career. Uh,
2: We've. Um you know, I, I never, the last eight years I played, I didn't, I didn't miss a pass. And, uh, and they brought in a couple other guys. We brought in some, some other guy. His son-in-law, I think, was one of them. And, um and they, they just, they just released me. And, uh, and then I went to the Cardinals and now went on out to the Rams, but nobody, well, they probably know a little bit about the because I stayed there and played three games and then I told the coach, you know, I, I wasn't gonna be a messenger boy sending plays in and out, you know, I'm I'm gonna play regular or you know, cut me or trade me and so they Cardinals released me and and uh then I went went uh I I told the coaching staff what was kinda wrong with some of their Their ball player, uh, organization and, and passion routes and stuff like that before I left and, uh, and so then the Cordell did pretty, pretty good there and then he went on out to, I believe the Chargers, but, but that, that was about it and the like I say, the politics got in there and, and so I, uh, I didn't, I didn't, uh, go back out to the Rams, which I should have.
0: What was your? How did you feel when you found out you were going into the Pro Football Hall of Fame?
2: Oh, I don't. i was, I, I, you know, real, real, uh, real proud and glad. You know, and and uh, Namath had got in a couple years before. I think. Let's see. I think I went. I went in in '87. He he might have been a couple years before. First, but but uh, you know, like I say, uh, uh, to me it's an honor to get in a lot of things. But the main thing, I, was, I felt good about i was, I was always, I was always in my mom and dad's hall of fame, and my brother and sisters, and and uh, that those were the main things with me. And then actually, my wife before I lost her.
0: What number are you for the Hall of Fame on your gold jacket? Uh, let's see, uh, I got, uh,
2: let's see, 139. And and if you look at that, that's, uh, that's got a 13 in it. I have a number 139 going in the Hall of Fame. And, uh, it's got a 13 in it. And then if you multiply, 13 times 3,
1: it'll equal a 39 at the end of that, uh, number. <laughs> or if you, had have those numbers all up 1, 3, and 9, you end up with 13. Yes. Yeah. Well, it was meant to be, apparently. Well, it, it, you know, it's, uh,
2: I think, uh, well, uh, it, yes sir, uh, to, to me, you know, into something that among the great great guys, but uh, there's there's a there's a lot of guys that kind of I think need to be there a little bit sooner. And a couple of them they depend on what all they do in the off season and so forth. Uh, I remember that one guy that drug addict. I won't mention his name, but he he's out there. <laughs> with with the with the drugs and stuff, or got caught or something. I I've even forgotten that part. But he was from kind of down by the Dallas West.
0: No, you're absolutely right. When you get in the Hall of Fame, it's an honor. And when I see these Hall of Famers nowadays, these younger guys selling their coats, charging all that money for autographs, they're forgetting what it was what it's all about.
2: Yeah. Like I say, it, uh, you know, it's, it, it, uh, b- brings, it, uh, brings, well in my case, since we we're, we're visiting, uh, it, it, it brings back a little bit of, uh, uh, well great feelings and all that, but every once in a while it also triggers a little bit of, uh, sadness of, of just the situation or somebody that should have been Put in long time ago,
0: like Jerry Kramer with the Packers. I just hope he gets in soon.
2: Yeah, and then you know, Charlie Charlie Connolly. I don't, I don't, I don't think he's. I hadn't kind of looked on a chart or looked up the kind of the Hall of Fame book. I still don't think he's in there. No,
0: he's and, not. Uh, and
2: and then a couple of guys that. That probably got put in but who who wants to give the, the honor to somebody's widow or hopefully their mom and dad but it, it happens now and then I'm
1: sure That does it for another edition of Sports and Torts. Hope you enjoyed it as much as David Spada and I did I would like to thank Don Maynard I'd also like to thank our Hall of Fame executive producer Dave Olson for another great job Tune in again next time on TalkZone.com for sports and torts.